Lisa Denae Live starts now, only on Stunner Radio, the heart and soul of the culture. This show is sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation, serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to Lisa Denae Live, Real Talk for the Real World. You guys, I am so excited about tonight. This is a night that I've been waiting for for a very, very long time. I have a very special guest on the show tonight. And woo, I'm just excited, you guys. I can't hardly contain myself. So before I introduce my special guest, I wanted to just... Mention really briefly about the events of this week. I know everybody are broken about the shooting, the another mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. And if you remember, we were talking about this last week. So, I mean, it's just like, hi, Kimberly. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's just getting to the point where it's so much. And for me, um, it's it was a very rough week for me because I cannot see people suffering and not feel a way about it. That's just something about me that I've never been able to do. And it and a lot of people will say, you don't know those people. You you, you know you should be happy. Your kids are safe. I'm unable to do that. I am unable to witness people suffering and not feel a way about it. So. It's been a really, really tough week for me this week. And um, wow. Okay, we got a lot of comments coming in. Come on, people from the Hope Coach. Listen, the Hope Coach brought her people, y'all. Yes, Lord. Look at here, look at here. Well, hello, everybody, everybody, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I am so excited about my guests. I want to acknowledge the beautiful little children that were taken away this week. This is a photo that has been circulating on social media. It is not all of the victims. And they also lost two teachers from this particular school. So, you know, we've been saying thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. I don't want to say that anymore. I just want to say, send love, send positive energy. I mean, just still, yes, send thoughts and prayers, but more has to be done about this senseless violence that's going on in our communities. It is so hard to watch. It is so hard to to see these people struggle and suffer behind losing their children. I mean, when you send your child to school, you you talk to your child, hey, I'll see you after school. After school, we're going to do this and we got, we got dinner. We're going to do this for dinner. Some of these parents were at the school that day for an award ceremony. And I've been to those. So I can imagine hugging my child, say, hey, good job. Can't wait to see you when I pick you up. And then coming to the school to realize that you cannot pick them up. Coming to the school to realize that they are no longer here with us. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in from Nigeria. Thank you so much for being with us. And so before we take a break, you guys, I am so excited about my guest, the Hope Coach. I mean, I've been waiting on this for a long time, y'all. It's going to be good. But before we go to break and introduce my special guest, I also want to acknowledge the lives that were lost in Buffalo, New York. 
I mean, we know that there was a shooting in Uvalde, but I just feel like there's not any outrage about the innocent people that lost their lives in Buffalo, New York, just going to get groceries, just going about their normal routine, just being human, just being Americans. So as I go to break, I want to acknowledge these people that are gone today due to no fault of their own. And we'll be right back after this break with the one and only Hope Coach. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Tate, author, speaker, entrepreneur, multimedia mogul, certified master life coach, and founder of Luby's House of Hope, specializes in helping others prevail every day. Tan doesn't just talk the talk, she walks the walk and is a shining example of turning tragedy into triumph. After the worst tragedy in Tan's life, the death of her only daughter, Tan discovered purpose in her pain and began the journey of hope helping others prevail every day to be an inspiration motivation encouragement and source of strength for those struggling to cope with the crippling grip of grief despair and hopelessness in a time when hope seems lost and every day brings new heartaches, Tan's commitment to helping others is seen in her weekly broadcast of Tea Time with Tan, The Hope Show, and her illustrious 60 Seconds of Hope, giving you guidance, resources, and tools to prevail and live abundantly. It is my distinct pleasure and honor to welcome to Lisa Dine Live, The Hope Coach. Tan Tate. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness. That was just phenomenal. Thank you for that amazing introduction. Thank you so much. Thank Ooh. you. I got to gather myself. You. That was amazing. Oh, thank you so much. I, I really wanted it to be good for you. And it really is my heart and how I feel about you. Your commitment to helping people does shine through. I see it every day. You take the time to give people 60 seconds of hope. That's big to me because hope is gone today. People are hopeless right now. And just that 60 seconds of hope that you take the time to share with people is amazing and it's it's big, it's significant, it's life changing. And I wanted you to know that it means a lot to me as a person who sometimes loses hope. And I'm sure it means a lot to a lot of people. So thank you for being the whole coach. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thank you um, for helping bring that message of hope to so many others, because you're right. We are in an era of time where it's easy to become hopeless, no matter how um, well life may be going. It is amazing um, 
Um, hello in Nigeria. Yes, it's just amazing um, how quickly we can lose hope, right? And one of the things that I have evolved to is that oftentimes we have to be the hope that we need to see. Yes. And I know that that's easier said than done. So through um, my coaching, through products and services, through the 60 seconds of hope, I just want to be able to deposit hope into people because all it takes is a little bit. If you can get a little bit of hope, it can show you how bright the future can be. So um, it all begins with hope. You know, one of my, my founding scripture is Hebrews 11 and one talks about now faith is the evidence of things not seen, but hoped for, right? Yes. So when I stumbled upon the message of hope for me, I gravitated to that scripture because I'm like, okay, so what am I hoping for? You know, a lot of times we talk about now faith, but what's activating that faith, right? right. So I had to begin to change my mind, change the way yes. that I was thinking. And I had to say, even in some of my worst a moment through the greatest tragedy of my life, I had to begin asking myself, Tan, what is it that you hope to see? What is it that you're hoping for, Tan? Tan, what is it that you're hoping for? And I realized I was hoping to live through that and become um, a better version of me. And I'm sorry, I, I might get sentimental, but it, listen, guys, it's okay to cry. So don't think that I'm crying from a place of sadness if I cry or whatever. Don't don't think that I, I'm I, I'm not I'm not whole. I'm not well. I'm not healed. You know, um, that was my baby, right? And yeah. gonna always be my baby. And I still love her, even though she's not here. So. Um, so right now, I'm just hoping to make it through this segment, Lisa, so that we can impact the lives of others and some people can leave here with a little more hope. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I am so happy um, to see tears. One thing about it for me, I have come to a point in my life where I don't apologize for my tears. I don't apologize for my emotion because I am a very emotional person. And mm -hmm. I had gone through so many things in my life that got me to a state of nothing. I mm -hmm. felt nothing. I felt no pain. I felt no joy. I felt no anger. I felt nothing. And I never thought that I would be back to a point where I can have emotion. So mm -hmm. now that I am in a state where I can actually feel again and actually have emotion and the tears do come, I'm grateful for the tears and I'm grateful for others' tears because I know there is a place you can go yes. you feel nothing. Yes. And I don't wish that on my worst enemy. So uh, we love emotions here on Lisa Dene Live. We <laughs> I know that's right. We love emotions. <laughs> We love to see the mascara run, the lashes, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yes, yes. So and I just I just want to let you know, um, thank you for being, including my daughter, because this year on January 14th, January 1st, it'll be 14 years. And sometimes I feel like she's forgotten and nobody remembers her but me. 
And even though I know she's not, remember I said feel, because we know about catfishing. You know, your feelings are catfishy sometimes and have mm, you thinking one real. thing and it ain't. So, but I'm just I'm just sharing from a place of humanness. And so um to see that how you included her, because her legacy is all days are good, some are just better. She taught me that as a little girl. She wanted to be a school teacher. And on the blackboard, she wrote, all days are good, some are just better. And that changed how I began to look at life. We're going to be talking about changing our mindset. And so that changed how I saw life because I was a person who used to say, man, today is a bad day. I'm having a bad day. But after that little girl taught me that all days are good, some are just better. I have, I know how to say, even when things are not going all the way they should be, Lisa, I, I learned how to say, I'm hoping for a better day. Yes. Or my better day is coming. But I no longer live in bad days because even um, in, the, in the Bible, it says, you know, he'll make all things work together for the good for those who love him. And I know that I love him. So even when it feels like things are bad, I know how to have a different mindset and and I have adapted to all days are good. Some are just better. So I thank you for including my baby. You know, she was 20 when she was killed. So the images that you used were some of the last images of her alive. And I just thank you for doing that. Um, it was a phenomenal intro. Um, and just thank you um, yeah, so, uh, for doing that. I always, when I have a guest, I always ask God to lead me in showing the best light and not overstepping and not doing too much and not getting into my production mind. I want it to be this. I really want it to be what it needs to be. So thank you for allowing that and for being okay with that. Um, I wanted to speak really um, briefly about something that you said, because I had saw uh, a post that you made all days are good, just some are better. And for me, I did not even know that was your daughter's slogan, but that meant something to me so much that it 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 got into my head, like it was in my mind. So I was at work the other day <clears throat> and a guy came over and he was like, oh, it's gonna be a bad day. I said, uh-uh, don't bring that over here, baby. All <laughs> days are good, some are better. And I surprised myself, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I retained that and it became a part of my day. That's big. That is the impact that she mm -hmm. has. That is mm -hmm. huge to change a person's life who's never even met you. So that mm -hmm. is amazing. That's legacy. That's what legacy is all about. Yes. So she's, yes. she's never forgotten and never will be. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I want to mention this because a lot of parents do not understand that our children come here with assignments. Our children mm -hmm. come here already with some knowledge and some wisdom that has been imparted by the Holy Spirit before we even met them, before mm -hmm. we even had knowledge of them. So you being open to that is so big because a lot of parents don't even listen well enough to hear, mm -hmm. you know, the wisdom that are coming from their children. And that's powerful because in my coaching services, I try to coach parents to know that some of the best coaches that they will ever meet are their children. Yes. Those are some of the best coaches that we will ever meet in life is our children. 
And if we can grab hold of that message, we, we not only become better parents, but we become better people. You know, we create better communities. So that is a very profound point that you made because kids are often the best coaches. And not just when they're little, even as they become adults, they maintain the ability to coach us and give us feedback. But like you said, we have to be coachable and we have to be teachable. A lot yeah. of times because of generational thought process, you know, we think because we're the parent, we know it all, we got it all and we, we have it all. But no, you know, um, we don't know it all. We don't have it all and we continue to evolve. So we need um, those coaches in the form of our children. Yes. So I know that a lot of your followers are watching and I know they already know the story, but I would love for you to share with my viewers the story of your daughter. Um, because I don't want you to have to relive every detail, but there right. are some points when I heard the story, there were a couple of points that I really wanted to bring out because mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. it is very, it's just powerful, such a powerful um, story that you have. Yes, and and, and, that's, and that's, I'm perfectly fine. Whichever way you wanna go, if you wanna ask the questions or if you want me to tell it, however you wanna do. But be, I, I, I don't wanna be remiss. I wanna say hello to little Daniel and his sisters over in Nigeria because you know his mom is here and I just want to let Daniel know um you know they call me Nana that I have not forgotten them and that they are loved and to, like you mentioned to all of my whole fam that's here tonight I see you and thank you so much for being supportive um of this event tonight and you guys make sure you get connected to Lisa Danae live because I'm telling you she is phenomenal and we need her in our community so I'm ready, Lisa. <laughs> so there was one point in your story. I listened to your your interview on the gospel show the other week. I don't remember the name, but the show was great. I, I'm definitely going to be watching that show from now on. Um, and I heard your story about, there's one I wanted to bring out, is that you received a warning in mm -hmm. regards to your daughter and you delivered the message. And how do you feel after the fact of receiving the warning? The Gospel Flow Radio Show, yes. Shout out to the Gospel Flow Radio Show. Thank you, Ms. Kim. What a great show, great host, very entertaining show. I'm so happy to have been introduced to you all. Um, so can you speak to us a little bit about the dream you had and what that meant and, and how you were able to deliver that type of message? Absolutely. And so um, when you have relationship with your children, not when you mama, daddy, your children or parent, your children, but when you have a relationship, a healthy relationship, it brings about effective communication between the two of you. And it also brings about an intimacy between you and God. It allows God to be able to um, speak to you, show you things, um, because we are here to be protectors. And sometimes we have to stand in the gap for our children. Um, so me and my daughter, we had a very wholesome, healthy, effective 
meaningful relationship. A lot of times people say, I'm your parent. I'm not your friend. I'm your mama. I'm not your friend. Well, for me, it was different because where else will my children know the value of what a friend should be like if I was not their friend first? So right. I taught them about what friendship is. Um, I'm still a parent. I'm still the mom, but I'm also your friend, meaning that you can come and share with me, you know, without judgment, feeling like some kind of way. So that's a little backstory about how the, the dream came about. So one night I just had this dream and I'm kind of a dreamer, um, not kind of, I am, I'm a dreamer. And so I had the dream and, and normally in my dreams, I can see things and I'm able to go and speak and articulate what was in the dream. But in this particular case, it was a dream like none other. And when I woke up, I was shaken to my core, not because of what I saw, but because of what I was feeling. And it was a feeling that I had never experienced before. It was such a feeling of a, a great mournfulness, sorrowfulness, you know, and, and there's no word to describe it. So I'm just trying to give you the best illusion of what it was I felt. So, and when I woke up and because that dream had impacted me so, I went to God and I say, Lord, help me understand this dream. What is this dream about? I knew it was about my daughter, but I need to know what this feeling is. I need to understand mm -hmm. so that I can go and deliver the message mm -hmm. clearly and concisely. And um, relationship is important. Because when you're in a relationship with God, you, you can hear from your father. And so when God began, and I'm just articulating it in, in layman's language, right? How we would talk to one another. He was like, you know, Tan, Luby needs to be careful. She needs to be mindful of who she invite into her life. She needs to ask me for a fresh anointing of discernment. And then she needs to be obedient to that discernment. So once I got that, I went to my daughter and I said, Luby, I said, I need to talk to you. I said, I had a dream. And I said, I can't tell you what happened in the dream. I could just tell you how I felt when I woke up from the dream. I said, so I went to God and this is what God told me to tell you. And I began to tell her about asking him for a fresh anointing of discernment. Um, and being mindful of who she invite into her life. And her response was, she's 20 years old. And her response was, oh, mom, I'm not doing anything. I'm not out here doing anything. And I said, I didn't say you were doing anything. The message is discernment and be mindful of who you invite into your life. And she said, okay. And so that's how that piece of my journey went. So that stood out for me, um, Tan, because I, too, have all, always been a dreamer and I've always had visions and premonitions and I've always felt such a heaviness behind it because there's a few people that I've said what I felt I needed to say, too, and the vision that I saw still came to pass. Mm -hmm. And I dealt with that guilt and I dealt with why me? Why did I have to have this information? 
Why did I have to tell them? Why did I have to be involved at all? Because now I will never be able to get past this. But listening to your story, it made me realize that there's a lot of us out here who have been given these gifts. And unfortunately, the church does not equip us to carry these these gifts because they're heavy. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a very, very dear friend of mine who I saw a vision of him. And I didn't have a dream, but I saw it just like a movie in my head. And I, and I said to him in, during a conversation, you need to, you need to stop. You need to, you know, have better boundaries with your family. And mm-hmm. these were my exact words. Your family will be the death of you. I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew what I saw. I want to say six or seven months later, he was murdered in his own home by one mm. of the family members that I was warning him about. Mm. And for me, I felt involved. I felt guilty. I felt like I was involved in some way. I felt, I felt like I was cursed for even having this gift. Why did I see that? Why did I know? Why was I the person to have to give him the warning? So the reason why I wanted you to bring that out is because I want to help other people who have mm-hmm. these gifts. It's not like you can get rid of them. It's not mm-hmm. like you ask for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when you have this t- this type of anointing, this gift, whatever it is, it's a heavy thing to carry. How do you deal with those feelings? Right. One of, of the things. One of the involvement of all of that. Right. One of the things that helped me, a couple of things, along the way, even prior um, to the dream I had about Luby, I had had some other dreams too. And I'll never forget talking to my mom about it. And my mom was a very wise woman. You know, not only was she my mother, she was my spiritual mother as well. And one of the things she told me, she says, one of the things you need to begin to do is pray and intercede and pray against whatever it is that you've seen. And she said, so, you know, you do that. So I began to do that. But with my daughter, it was God who reminded me um, because, you know, God dealt with me on that thing, right? Because I was mad at God. And um, he was like, look, I wonder and you wonder. And he reminded me of my dream. And he said, and how you wonder is all your life, you know, you've taught her to make godly godly decisions. Ask herself, you know, what, and if she didn't know what to do, ask, would mom approve, would God approve? If she didn't get a double yes, then she, that's something she need not to do. But what God reminded me that helped me with the feeling of guilt or the feeling like I failed uh, or the feeling that I spoke this into existence was that he's a free will God and he gives people choices. He's not going to force himself on anybody. He's going to do his due diligence. But at the end of the day, we have choices. It is our choice. And so it was my daughter's choice to not adhere to the warning that ultimately resulted in her untimely death. And that freed me of feeling so guilty because, you know, we think that, you know, I could have stopped this. I could have avoided that. You know, a lot of things ran through my mind, you know, like why I didn't ask her to stay with me that night at the hospital. 
could have done this. I could have done that. But ultimately, it was her choice. And God says, for every choice we make, there are consequences. So that's why it's important to choose godly. Because the consequences can be on the negative side. They can be on the positive side. But one thing for sure, when you make a godly choice, you're going to be covered. And that's something, another part that um, God helped me with is that even though my daughter made a choice, that he still showed up on my behalf. Yes. He said, you know, when she left the back of that motorcycle, Jesus was right there to embrace her, comfort her until she took her final breath. So even though we think we go through stuff and it seemed like God abandoned us, I want to remind somebody tonight that he hasn't he hasn't abandoned us. He still show, he still shows up. It's just we didn't get the outcome that we necessarily wanted because we made a choice. And and that is so big and that's why I really wanted to talk about this because when I heard you mention that on the other show, I said I have to I have to bring that out. That has to be addressed because it freed me when I heard you talk mm -hmm. about what God has said to you about choices, because I had to go through counseling behind that. I had to have grief, grief therapy. I had to go back into therapy behind my friend's death because I felt like I should have done more. Maybe I should have got in the way of the family. Maybe I should have just overstepped my bounds. Mm -hmm. But when I heard you say that, it freed me. So I'm hoping that it will help someone else tonight. And if you're listening on the replay, take that in because, you know, like I said, some gifts you have and, and gifts come without repentance. So people who, mm -hmm. who feel like, oh, it's only for saved folks or for folks that go to church all the time. I wish that were the case. Okay. On us without our approval. Mm -hmm. So for people who may be dealing with this, I hope that this helps you tonight. I want to just highlight this question because I think it's really important. Michelle says, how do you know if your dreams are warnings or are meant to be shared? And that's a very good question, Michelle. Thank you for asking that question. And that's where the relationship comes in with God. Because remember, I went back to God and I asked him specifically about this dream. And he instructed me, you need to go and tell her that she needs to be mindful. So I would encourage you to consult God and be obedient to what he tells you. Because sometimes we ask God for stuff and then when he tells us, we, it's not what we want to hear. Yes, so Lord. we'd be like, no, that couldn't have been God. No, that wasn't God. Uh -uh, that wasn't God. When the fact of the matter is, it was God. And obedience is better than sacrifice. So I would encourage you to, once you have a dream, to pray on that dream. Talk to God about it. Be led of him. Because God is, he does things in decent and order. He's not the author of confusion. And then all you can do is go and deliver what was spoken inside of you or to you. And you can also intervene by standing in the gap for people too, because sometimes people are not ready to receive what they know to be true. And so, yes. um, and, and one of the things I did as a parent is whenever my kids left my present, I would always speak a blessing over them. I would always speak a blessing. And that that is really um, good what you said, because 
I, that happened in my case because my friend and I were so close. He was a pastor. He was my best friend, like somebody that you talk to every day. That's the type of relationship that we had. And so he knew me and he knew that sometimes I say words that ain't holy. <laughs> and he knew that sometimes I have attitudes that ain't righteous. So when I was telling him my vision, he did not receive it. He felt like, who are you? Like, you're not even together. You're not even right where you're supposed to be. And I am a pastor. So who are you to give me a message of warning? And so what I learned from that situation is that you got to, you know, God spoke through an ass, I believe, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So if he can use an ass, certainly he can use my ass. <laughs> Just yes. Absolutely. God can use anybody. He, so, yes. So I, just a word to the people that are so holier than thou. It is like, I feel bad for my friend that he did not heed what I was telling him because he was judging. He was in judgment of me. And uh, I just hope that that somebody listening will, will, will understand. Seek God, because if God will confirm it, mm-hmm. God will let you know if the person is right or not. Mm-hmm. So don't just dismiss somebody because you don't approve of them. Because God does not ask us if uh, you want to share this message. Do you want to have this gift? No, it's just put on us. So <laughs> I'm going to share. Michelle had one more question. She said, okay. um, is it wise to write down your dreams if it's confusing? And my response to that would be absolutely. Because you may have the dream again. And you may have clarity and you have something that you can refer back to because I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes I don't remember every dream I've ever had. But if you, but, but when you write it down and you can go back to it, you know, it's a better guide for when you get, you know, the second or third pieces of that. Yeah. So I would say, yes, I would definitely recommend that you do that. So I want to I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about your transformation, because that is the topic of tonight's show. Transform your mind to transform your life. So I want to, to you to speak a little bit about the transformation that you experienced after such a tragic um, occurrence. Absolutely. You know, boss is a, a, a is a trend word right now, you know, and I know she here. Hey, Sprinkler Glam, you know, she the glam boss. You know, you know, we got the mom boss. We got so many different bosses. You know, we use that. And, and, and to, when we use that boss, that means I own this. Right. I got this. So the first thing I want to encourage people as it relates to um, transparency forming and the transformation process is that your mind works for you. Mm. So whatever your boss handle is, you need to add to it mind boss. Yes. You don't work for your boss. You don't work for your mind. Your mind works for you. And as the boss, you have the authority to tell your mind how you want it to operate. All right. So tonight I'm encouraging you to be a mind boss. So that was the beginning process for me is that I had to I had to realize that a my mind because I was in a very dark place. Right. So and I'm like, my mind don't work for my mind. I don't work for my mind. My mind worked for me. So I needed 
to get the proper resources, just like starting a business. You know, we don't go out here and start a yes. business. You know, all nearly willy. Some of us do. You know, I'm, I, I, you know, whether it's your hustle, whether it's your brand, or whatever it is. Um, we, you know, we go through a process. We do our research. We get the resources. We get the tools that are needed. And a part of that for me looked at like first realizing that I needed help. Mm-hmm. That yes, I'm the I'm, I, you know I'm 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 the mind boss, but I needed help. And so in discovering that I needed help, it meant that I needed some experts, right? So of course there's God, um, who is at, as who is at the head, um, and but then I needed I needed some mental help. I needed some psychological um, resources, some emotional resources. Um, but I will tell you, because oftentimes people say, well, I don't even know where to begin. So for me, my transformation began, A, with me realizing I'm the boss of my mind. Yes. Then B, what am I going to feed my mind? I began to feed my mind worship. Mm. And worship, because oftentimes in the church, and y'all, I was raised, bred in the church. It's all I've ever known. So please don't um, attack me or at me and say this or that or whatever. Your relationship with God is your relationship with God. I come from a place of realness. Because listen, what we go through is real. If we don't deal, we cannot heal. I am not discounting prayer. I'm not discounting God. I'm just telling you what worked for me. Some people would say, go just read your Bible, go meditate on your Bible. My mind was so far gone. I couldn't even, what I didn't even know what I was reading. Everything looked like AB. I didn't even know what it was. It looked like a foreign language. So that wasn't working. But praise and worship, music is powerful. Yes, it is. So what you feed yourself, whether it be hardcore rap, praise and worship or whatever, it's going to come out of you. Absolutely. You know? Because, you know, I, I'm just going to keep it real. There's There are a few rappers out there that I, I like. I like Tupac. I like Biggie. Um, I like Fat Pat. And, and, and sometimes I'll be like, it's, I'm from Fat Pat, you know, it's all about my all about my money, all about my dough. I'm just saying, because, you know, that's I'm just keeping it real. So for me, worship became instrumental in the hope that I needed to begin and complete the transformation process that I needed. I would listen to worship nonstop, 24-7. Yes. Nothing but worship, nothing but worship, nothing but worship. And the only thing I was asking God for was more of him. I wasn't asking him. I didn't go and say, heal me, do this, do that. I just said, I need more of you. I need more of you. I would lay on my face in worship hours and hours and hours and hours. So once the worship kicked in, I was better able to manage my mind. Yes. When I, when I began to get thoughts that didn't align with my, my, my mental wellness, my healthiness, I was able to speak worship to it and I was able to control it. So once those things kicked in, um, Lisa, I tried to go back to work. I tried to get back to life, a normal lifestyle. I just want to get back to where it was. 
third part of transformation is realizing you will never be who you was before that thing happened. So stop trying to get back to that place. Listen, yes. Embrace your newness. Begin to embrace where you're going, not where you were at. And that's how we get stuck. I got stuck in saying, I just want to get back to normal. I just want things to be normal. And then God dealt with me on that thing. He said, girl, this is your new normal. What are you trying to get Now you need to let your new normal work for you. And how I began to let my new normal work for me is I sought spiritual help. I sought professional help. I spent some time in a mental facility. And it's right now somebody out there thinking that we'd be walking around like zombies in a mental hospital. That's a lie. Somebody thinking that, oh, you go to the mental hospital, they're going to put you in a straitjacket and you bump in your head. That's a lie. I was in a safe place to get the round, um, the 24-hour care that I needed until I got to a best place. You know, and I, and again, this is what worked for me. You know, people were like, don't get on medicine, whatever you do, because that medicine got you all screwed up. It's going to have side effects. But we be in these unhealthy relationships with people, whether it be family, whether it be spouses, friends, all kind of side effects from those type of relationships. But we stay in them. But we want to just, you know, talk about a side effect of a medicine. So, I, you know, so I um, got the professional help that I needed. And that and once, is big. And once I got that, I'm an advocate for, 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 for getting the help. You know, Lisa, we will run to the doctor for hypertension, diabetes, renal failure, failure, arthritis, whatever. But we won't go for our mental well-being. And mental health, it's a medical condition. It's, yes. you know, it's a medical condition. It's defined as a medical condition. So when we talk about transformation, how I got there, I had to change how I saw things. Yeah. As, as long as I saw those things as hindrance or negative things, I could have never transformed into who God was molding me to become the hope coach. So um, it is important that as you go through your transformation um, process, that you begin with renewing your mind. We know that that's word. And it, it, it's important that you begin doing it daily. And sometimes people think daily is once a day. No, 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 no. You got to renew that thing as often as needed because you are the manager you are the boss of your mind. And if you, you know, like you manage your business, sometimes you have to tell your same customer the same thing, 30,000, 11 times. Yes. So you need to be able to speak life to your mind as many yes. times as needed. And then, and stop seeing your mind as a um, VCR player. I'm saying VCR because I, those are outdated. But you know, on the VCR, we used to hit the rewind button. We could hit the rewind button. So oftentimes, we keep hitting the rewind button, going back to that event and staying in that event. It's time to press fast forward. It's time to switch out the DVD player, the VHS, whatever you're doing. It's time to make a change so that you can trans have a healthy transformation. Yeah. And when I have some tips that I just want to give to help guide people to that healthy transformation. But those were the key elements that worked for me. You know, now I, that's why I don't see um, my days as bad 
because I changed the way that I saw when life events happen. You know, I've gone through some tragic life events, but hey, it was all good. All my days are good. Some are just better. It's important. Yes. It's important what you feed you. You know, prior to prior to um, my daughter being killed, I had I had fallen in love with praise and worship probably six months prior to that. Just really fell in love with it. Um, I just kind of it just fell in love with it because whatever you feed you, it's gonna carry you. Right. So be mindful of what we're eating. If we're always eating off of reality TV, the Lifetime movies, or or whatever the case may be, when you get ready to go through your own things, that's what's going to carry you. But if you're feeding yourself with positivity, feeding yourself with wholesome, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yes, I'm so grateful for the hope coach. And I just want to, um, you guys give a real, before we go any further, the hope coach have said so much. I mean, we could write a chapter on everything that she said. I'm over here taking notes because I don't want to forget some of the things that she said. And I hope that you guys are taking notes as well. But I just want to go back to something that you said, hope coach, and you spoke about being the boss of your mind. And I think a lot of people have never heard that. I don't think people really understand what that means to be the boss of your mind. Because as we know, uh, dealing with mental health awareness, a lot of people have thoughts that come into their minds that they don't know where these thoughts came from. And they go with it. And they just say, well, that's, that's a thought that entered my mind. And they believe that that thought is their own voice. They believe that that thought is coming from them. So I really love that you said, you are the boss of your mind. I can write a whole chapter on that right there, being the boss of your mind. The other thing I wanted to go back to is something that you said that was so powerful is trying to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. I have been stuck and I know a lot of people have been stuck after you've gone through something and you feel like you stuck. It's like, what's going on? Why am I stuck? Why am I not progress? Because you're trying to get back to something that you've already left. That's not going to mm -hmm. you're never going to be back there. That's freeing. And I hope I hope whoever needs that is grasp and hold of that. A new normal. Don't worry about mm -hmm. going back to the old normal. That's gone. That stood out to me really big. Another thing that you said that I just have to really speak on is because I was also raised in church. And y'all can tag me and at me and do all the things to me. <laughs> I have seen it, heard it, done it. I'm from Kojic, so you know I done seen a lot, heard a lot, know a lot. So the church did not equip me for real life. The church did not give me what I needed when I was carrying this type of gifting. I'm out in this evil world mm -hmm. with all these dreams and visions and premonitions and seeing spirits on folks and ain't nobody prepared me for this. I could have very easily admitted myself to a mental hospital for things that I have seen mm -hmm. because I did not have the tools. So not to bash church, but I do want to say that people are who are in church and in leadership, please, uh, seek resources that will help you be equipped to help people because yes. sometimes you need help too to mm -hmm. get a better understanding 
of the mm -hmm. people that you are sent to minister to. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you said that I really needed to speak on was that you said what you feed yourself. And, and a lot of us have these bad habits of feeding ourselves things that don't do good things to our bodies. And we do the same thing with our mind. So I have a habit of eating blue cheese and I know my stomach going to be tore up. But I'm like, I don't care. It's good. I love me some blue cheese. I'm going to deal with the fact my stomach going to be tore up. You can't take those chances with your mind. Right. Feeding these negative things and feeding all this violence and hate and, and over-sexualized content to mm -hmm. your mind is harmful to you. It's mm -hmm. harmful to the people you come in contact. It's harmful to your spirit. You can't keep doing it because it's going to change the person that you are. And before you know it, you're not going to even re recognize yourself anymore. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. when you will need that mind renewal. Yes. That mind oh, renewal goodness. that you talked about that came to you in the form of praise and worship. And for mm -hmm. me, it was music as well. I was mm -hmm. 12 years old listening to the whinings straighten my life out i had that, that <laughs> song on repeat and a church mother heard me listen she said straighten your life out you 12. what's wrong with your life she had no idea i was waiting on god in that song mm -hmm. it says you said you could make the crooked straight and yes. in the middle of a desert you could spring a well and yes. i held on to them words as a 12 year old and that Love. really blessed me so yes. you know music does does do a lot for you so hope coach you said so 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 much i've been trying to take notes but you have really really blessed me tonight um before we go i did want to talk about um shoot i lost my thought of what i wanted to talk about because i was just so overwhelmed i wanted to talk about oh no, no, I already talked about that. I'm going to just let you go. <laughs> okay. All right. And so and somebody may be out there and you may be asking yourself, well, how can I become a better mind, mind boss? Because it's true. Leadership always need further training, teaching and everything is forever evolving. So if you got your pen, your paper ready, or if you need to catch the replay, the first thing you want to do is identify your core values. What are your core values? And then mm -hmm. once you know what your core values are, you're able to have inspect what you expect. You're able to do some checkpoints. Is my mind, is what I'm thinking, does it line up with my core values? And then you want to be able to create a vision for your future. What do you see happening on the other side of your transformation process? Mm -hmm. And you want to begin to see that as often as needed. Okay. And then, and then determine your why. Because oftentimes we just get into transformation processes because it's trending. You know, everybody else doing something transformation. So let me get in it. But discover your why. Because your why will keep you in the game when life try to take you out of the game. Yes. Remember your why. Right. And then ask yourself, what skills or resources do I need to develop this transformation that I'm looking for, that I'm working towards? And then make a plan. 
Okay. Not just a plan for you, but a plan where other people can help you in your transformation process. Get some accountability um, partners, you know, and then take an audit. Evaluate yourself, you know, every 15 days, every seven days, you know, um, how, you know, how have, how have I been managing my mind? What type of mind boss am I? Have I let my mind plant things in me? One of the things that I will tell you is that, you know, my husband tells his story and he tells it true. He messed up. He um, decided he wanted out of the marriage and he went and he was with somebody else. Right. And so, um, but that didn't work because I was his wife. Right. So of course we, you know, we reconcile. Um, so every once in a while, a thought tries to come up in my mind, like, hmm, he probably out there doing the same. Immediately, I say, you're a lie, not my husband, not the man of God that he is. So I turn that thought into what my core values are, that we have a wholesome and healthy marriage. So I don't even let it fester. I'm not going to even entertain it. Sometimes we be negotiating with our thoughts. Ask yourself, is this a truth or is it a lie? Yes. And if it's a lie, why entertain a lie? Right. Do like the old folks say, let that thing go. Don't be moved by. So I'd be telling my thoughts all the time. Look, Tan, look, mine. you work for me. You got to go. And lastly, I want to encourage you, don't quit. Restart as often as you have to. Just don't quit. Transformation healthy transformation is possible. It begins with your mind. And when you can transform your mind, you can transform your life. Yes. And you can have a, a healthy, wholesome life. Absolutely. I hope you all got those tips. I hope you was over there scribble scrabbling like I was making your list, baby, because these are some really great tips. A transformation is always needed when you feel stuck and when you feel unfulfilled. You know, a lot of us go through life uh, without a plan and without uh, sticking to our core values, without acknowledging our why. And, and so you do get on a path sometimes that you're not even wanting to be on. You're on a path that you didn't plan to be on. And so a transformation is necessary for you to feel, to be fulfilled, yes. to live the life that you know you are meant to live. Yes, yes. So I had so much that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> and the time went by so fast. Yes. But I just want to thank you so much, Hope Coach, for being on the show. It means more to me than I can put into words. And thank you for the Hope family. Oh, my God. You guys are up. I was looking at the comments, and I'm like, wow, they, they preaching a the whole word over here in the comments. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so I love you guys. Y'all are phenomenal. Y'all are amazing. Um, and to the Hope Coach, you know I just love you. You are a blessing. You are a blessing. Thank you so much. And yes, shout out to the Hope Squad because they are amazing. You know, Hope is an acronym for me and we, um, the Hope Squad lives it, which is helping others prevail every day. You know, we just want to give a shout out to all of them 
that have been here and if um and, and from the lisa Denae live um um squad we welcome you over to the hope squad you know we all family now you know so welcome um welcome welcome it's been a pleasure being here you know thank you i mean in that introduction i just I just have to go back to that. Thank you. It was it was powerful. I hope we get to see it again. Um, not I'm not saying now, but over on your page, I'll be looking for it. Absolutely. I'm going to steal it. Okay, I said it out loud. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. But, uh, I am a member of the Hope Squad. Just so y'all know, I am a member of the family. I have been looking for this type of group. I have been looking for because when you are not fed, you are malnourished mm -hmm. and you might gravitate to things just because you're hungry, not because they feeding you, but because you don't have anything else. And so you gravitate to things that are not healthy for you and that are not nourishing to you spiritually. And so for me, I have been looking for the hope squad, not even knowing I was looking for y'all. I was looking for y'all. <laughs> Yes, we glad we glad. Well, actually, y'all, I found her. So yes. let me tell you, I, I found her. I found her over. Um, she has a show on Saturday night um, that I absolutely have, have come to love, and that's how I found her. So we were looking for one another, and we got what we needed, and that's what hope will do for you. Yeah, it calls you to go look for things. Hope um, is if 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 hope was. Um, an opportunity, it means that you're looking for something that's good, something that's wholesome. You're hungry and you're looking for the food. And so that's what hope does for you. So I found you, you found me, and I'm just, I'm ecstatic. So I've enjoyed I my hope time. That's a, I hope that's an omen for my next husband. I hope he out there looking. <laughs> he looking, girl, he looking. He looking. Come, come on, husband. Come, come on, through, husband. Yes. <laughs> Come through, husband. Come through. You know. <laughs> but um, I really want to say this before mm -hmm. we go. Um, this is the last show of my season. Next Ooh. week, I'm going to be doing a transparency uh, edition. And the crazy thing is, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I, I had been challenged by one of my former guests to do a transparency video, to, to be transparent to my audience about something that I'm normally not transparent about. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, what y'all want me to do? I, I don't know how to be transparent. What you mean? Because I'm usually what you see is what you get. But I will say this, the Hope Squad, you, you all have really blessed me. I can't even explain it to you uh, without getting emotional because this is one of the topics that I'm going to be doing next next episode about my transparency. I have been a person who came into this world with a strange gift or a strange feel where as I love people that I don't even know, like I have this thing that I really love people. It's not like lust or infatuation, like love, carrying mm -hmm. them in my heart type of love, you know, mm -hmm. and being that type of person in this world, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because you, get hurt. you love people that don't love you mm. and you love people that you don't even know. And, and you carry these people and you pray for people. I pray for people that I've never met. I love people that I, I, you know, it's a real thing. 
And it's very painful at times when you don't receive that back and that's all you have. You have so much of it and you don't receive it back. It is a pain that I wouldn't wish on anybody. So for my whole life, I've been wondering, why, Lord, why would you put this on me? Because now I done turned evil. <laughs> now I done got to the point where, no, I don't care about nobody, you know, whatever. And that was a bad transformation. And I always knew that at some point in my life, I would be able to be who God created me to be, this loving mm -hmm. person. And I just didn't see it, but getting connected with the whole coach and just feeling her energy and the energy of her, her hope squad. It's helping me to realize and understand that I can be that person yes. that I was created to be. Yes. I can be a loving, caring mm. person. Mm. And I can receive that from people who don't know me because mm. I know that's real. I've lived it my whole life. I know it's real. People can mm. love you and care about you and pray for you and don't even know you. Mm -hmm. I know that's real, but it's hard to carry that and be so misunderstood and, you know, just receive so much hurtful energy from people. It's hard. It's hard. And yes. so I thank you, Hope Coach. I thank you for just being you, sharing your true essence, because that is ultimately what helped me. That is ultimately what helped me to come out of this mean energy that I was using just as a cover. Yeah. I was using it just as a, a shield because I got mm -hmm. tired of being stepped on. Yes. You know what? I just want to let you know, and the Hope Squad is saying it best. We're saying that we love you and we do. You know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he knew that the world would need a you. So, you know, welcome to your new norm of getting back to who God created you to be, that loving um, type of person who loved. Because I'm saying a lot, I see the comments and where we're all saying, you know, we got mad love for you. And I get it because people will hurt you and they'll have you looking at God out the side of your eye neck and be like, I know you lying, God. You gave me this type of heart for people to just crumble on it. But what I, yes. had, to, what I had to learn is woe is them. Because when you don't recognize when you're in the presence of an angel, sometimes, and I say this often, sometimes we've been praying to God for a door and the window has been there all along. So in other words, the person we need is right before you. So on behalf of the Hope Squad, on behalf of Hope, we just want to say, hey, welcome back, Lisa Denae Live, because we need you. We need your kind of heart. We need your kind of love. We need your kind of energy. Girl, when I grow up, I want to be like you because, you know, you're a fascist, um, whatever they are called, fashion over, fashion teacher, whatever it is, because, you know, you can take one outfit and turn it into five, six, seven thousand outfits. And I'm just saying, so you have a lot that we need and we need your love. We need your heart. So and I appreciate um, you. I appreciate we, you guys. We're going to so journey welcome. with you. In your in your transparency, we're gonna journey with you and we're gonna love on you and embrace you. So we we here, we got you, whatever I'm you so need. Crazy. I know some amazing people, you know. Um, Kim is an artist, Free Little is a coach, and she has a um the business. Zion, thank you, Zion. Zion has been here for me tonight, putting in all my information. She's an artist. I mean, um, Sprinkler Glam got her own Glam Boss business. So we have a lot of networks, a lot of connection, and we want to be the hope that you need. And shame on the people who missed it. 
because they don't get no do over. We here now. Well, I think, I think, as the kids say, no trade backs. No trade backs. I think people don't understand. And, you know, a lot of times I have been ridiculed. You always in somebody's face. Them folks don't even like you. You always doing for people and they hate you. And and I guess what people didn't understand is not by choice. That is just mm -hmm. who I am. It's just right. who I am. And, you know, having to defend that, it just is exhausting. Yeah. So just being around people who understand, who understand that yes. when God gives you a heart for people, what can you do? You know, there's nothing you can do but cry in the midnight when nobody mm -hmm. gets it, you know, yeah. and, and keep doing for people, even though, you know, they stab you in the back and they hate it on you yes. and keep doing for them. I cannot turn it off. There's times when I wish that I could, but thank God for you all, because now I learned I don't have to. I don't have to turn it off. I can be who God created me to be and it's, it feels so free and never, I never would have thought of my wildest dreams that I would meet someone like you that would unlock so much for me mm. that, I mean, it's incredible. I know that um, this next season of my life is going to be great because I've been so held back because I have not accepted that part of myself. So thank you so much. Um, Hope coach and hope squad. It's just a blessing to know you. And uh, you know, I can't I can't say nothing else. Just thank <laughs> you. I'm happy that you were here tonight. Yes. Well, we love you. We love you. We love you. And we're not going anywhere, you know. We love you. And I love you guys so much and thank you so much. And I am an artist myself. And the crazy thing is I've never been able to write love songs because I was so ashamed of this this gift that I have of, of being so loving and loving people. I was ashamed of it. It's like, people look at you like you're a fool. Why, why you love people? They don't, they don't love you. Why are you nice to people who hate you? Why are you always smiling at folks? Something mm -hmm. wrong with you. So for that's me, the call that's up on your life. You know, even the Bible tells us to whom much is given, much is required. And that's a form of ministry. Ministry just don't happen at the church. It don't happen on Wednesday nights, Tuesday nights. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of living. And so you live in your destiny and your purpose. And those who don't get it, they don't get it. But we get it. And we're going to help elevate push, support, whatever you do. I know you're an author. You have an artist. You have an amazing voice because I done, I done, I done, I done picked you on Spotify <laughs> and iTunes. She's also an amazing um, author. She has some journals and um, out there on Amazon. Look, y'all, I'm becoming her. I'm, I'm an advocate for her. That's what we do. But if you go to Amazon.com and, and look up Lisa Denae, and I've even um, um, published one. She has some you need, your library needs her products. You, you need it. You, your library you. need her products. And so that's how we want to support, you know, Nita Thomas, she here from Wild Bling. And she say, we got you. We we, we love you. You know, we, we just we just loving on you right now. And I we know it's time you. to go, but we just want to love on you because you done been through so much and you've gone through so much. Somebody says, we got you. You have numerous love songs Come on, come on and pen that paper. You have a mantle of love, Lisa Denae. You know, um, and somebody else say it sounds like that's their problem, not your problem. Let's go, sister girl. So, you know, we we want to love on you. And this new season, this next season, this new season, we're going to be there to support you. Uh, again, um, 
We loving you from Nigeria, you know, and they're from all over the place. We got them from Nigeria, some of them in Houston, some of them in Louisiana, some of them are in Jersey, because I think I saw um the halo, um the tinted, the tinted halo here. So you get love from all over the world. You know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna set you up because I know you in Houston. Adrian is here, she got just like that barbecue. So I'm gonna get you some barbecue on me. You know, you don't oh. have to go get it and all that, but we're gonna love on you because that's what we do you know so girl it's a lot of love over here and i know your own family love on you i can't see their comments because i know i saw some were on youtube and what have you but girl you are loved so thank you for being you and, and i appreciate and, that yes. thank you and the, and the best is you have to come because you really haven't even met me i have been so hidden the real me i have just put her behind this tough girl exterior because i just mm -hmm. you know did not feel able so thank you because um y'all about to really see the real lisa dina <laughs> yes come through come through we've been waiting on you for a time such as this yes we love well, you thank you hope coach thank you hope squad you guys are amazing awesome you've been such a blessing to me already um um, I just can't wait to see. And what's next for you, Hope Coach? Where can we look for you next? Do you have any events coming up? Anything that we should be on the lookout for? Well, yes. You know, I recently started um, HPTV. That's the um, Hope and Peace TV over on Roku um, TV. So we're, I'm building that channel. I'm making spaces for other content creators who okay. always wanted to have their own show. Come on over to HPTV. We got a spot for you. We recently also... Um, dived into the 360 um, photo booth. So we got oh, HPTV. Wow, okay. HPTV also has the 360 photo booths um, that will be where we can come to your event or whatever. The Tea Time with Tan podcast show, which is my podcast show. I'm on a journey this year, this this season to my 100th episode. Right Ooh. now, I just recently dropped episode 83. So I'll hit 100. So I'm looking for people to come and be a part of my 100 episode. So yes. if that's you, just let me know. Um, there is um, the Hope Show. Um, I got the Hope Show that's there. Um, I got Hope to Cope coming out on HPTV. And that's going to be um, a show that's catered to life events mm. um, to give you hope to cope. You know, yes. a lot of times we say coping is just um, sliding it under the rug. But that's not coping. That's avoidance. Coping is meeting it head on, dealing with it so you can heal with it. Yes. So I mean, Zion is putting in my contact information there. Thank you. How you can connect with me on all social media platforms. Um, and so um, I'm also connected to Peace Be Still Ministry, which is where we do a project every year um, where we feed the homeless community there in Houston, Texas. Okay. We call it Project 911. Um, and and I just have to say this because I believe um, Tuesday is June 1st, and, and that's the anniversary date for my daughter's death. And typically every first Saturday in June for the past 10 years, I've done a walk of faith. The all days are good. Some are just better walk of faith event. But this year it's been postponed because I there's a transformation happening with it. And so I'm just asking people, um, on, and I'll make a post about it, but if you can do two things for me on June 1st, if you can make a post 
that says all days are good, some are just better. And then on that Saturday, if you can make a post that says all days are good, some are just better. That's how we're going to walk this year and honor Luby's legacy. Um, right. Just by, by, by spreading that message that all days are good, some are just better. Yes, so absolutely. That's, where you can, that's what's next with me. Absolutely. We are all in on that and we will be posting to all of our social media platforms and anything, uh, Hope Coach, that you need. Please count me in uh, for any events, any volunteers, any anything you need. Count Stunner Radio in, count me in. Um, and we're just looking forward to any way we can support you and HPTV. That's so awesome that you have yes, your own yes. network. Yes. So we yes. definitely want to be tuning in, you guys, to HPTV on Roku. I know everybody got a Roku TV somewhere in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys, hey, Erica, you, you made it. Just saying hi to Erica. I'll be trying to let my squad know I see them. So, hey, Erica, girl. I know I probably missed some people tonight. Charge it to. Now, don't charge it to my mind. Don't charge it to my heart. Just know that I love you. Yes, charge it to the fact that y'all deep in here. Y'all <laughs> The Hope Squad is in the building, and y'all are deep in here. So thank y'all so much for tuning in and for hanging with us. Thank you, Hope Coach. You guys, I am super excited and overwhelmed um, with all the love and support and just everything from tonight's show. Um, be sure to tune in with me next week for my transparency issue. And we are going off season from June <laughs> to August. And Stunner Radio will be back in September with new shows, new uh, a new season. And please also be on the lookout for Stunner Magazine June edition. This was a commercial free show because I was <laughs> like, I ain't got time for commercials when I got the whole coach. I am so sorry to the sponsors, but I just did not have time tonight for no commercials because I had the whole coach in the building. So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And with that being said, I will see you next week. Bye. Bye everybody.